0: Hello, welcome. Welcome to the Academy for the Soul Discovery Series. I'm Amanda Hopkins and I'm so thrilled that you are here with us today. You know, throughout this series, we have been on a journey of sacred remembrance, gathering together in community to witness, acknowledge, and recognize the sacredness that exists within ourselves and within one another. And when we connect with the truth of our sacred soul light it allows us to easily recognize and identify any false paradigms overlays projections defenses and other type anomalies so that we can allow them to be dissolved and released right having no attachment to them when we recognize that they aren't really the highest truth that allows ourselves our body our consciousness to open and release Anything we've taken on that really isn't ours and reawaken to the divinity that already truly exists within you. And so when you reawaken to that divinity, it allows true safety and freedom to exist within, really allows you to settle into your body, to harmonize in your body. And that allows all of your physical systems to come back into greater balance for that vibrant health. It allows your heart to open in greater joy and love, um, supporting really healthy and fulfilling relationships, and touches your life in all the most meaningful ways so that you can be at peace with them and allow that peace, that enhanced love, that greater balance and harmony to really radiate out into the world. And so we're really seeking to open and remember the sacredness that truly exists within yourselves, within your consciousness, and allow that not only to open, but to expand and to grow. And so today we are so fortunate to have with us Jean Eng who is going to be sharing with us about how we can up level um, our spiritual path. And so Jean is, um, Gene has been with us before, and he has a healing practice based in Thousand Oaks, California, seeing clients for energy healing, shamanic healing. Um, In addition, he teaches seminars that focus on the integration of science, spirituality, and healing. Gene travels both in the U.S. and internationally, facilitating healing sessions and workshops, particularly around Arcturian healing method, a modality that he created as a synthesis of his studies in healing. And we're going to be, we're going to be talking about that today here. Um, Gene received his BA from Stanford in human biology and philosophy, religious studies, and was formally trained as a neurobiologist at Yale, where he earned his doctorate in basic mechanisms of how the brain develops, um, followed by a postdoctoral fellowship on how ultrasound can affect the developing cerebral cortex. After his postdoctoral fellowship, Gene decided to step into the role of facilitator of healing in order to directly interact with helping people. And I know I'm glad for that. <laughs> I know we all are. Um, most of Gene's work centers around the use of subtle energy to help align subtle energy body, its channels, meridians, and energy centers to help restore balance and harmony So that healing can occur, whether it's physical, emotional, mental, or spiritual. Gene doesn't see himself as the healer, but simply as part of the interconnectedness that occurs when facilitator, client, and source, love, God, uh, divine, interact to bring healing forth. He sees his teaching engagements and seminars as an extension of this interaction that occurs on multiple dimensions to bring wholeness, understanding, and evolution to all involved. So, Jean, welcome. Thank you so much for being here with us today.
1: Oh, hi, Amanda. Thanks so much. Thanks for the great invite, and it's always a great time to be here, be here in community, and I'm really looking forward to today's talk.
0: Yeah, so today we're really going to dive into Arcturian assistance. So we want to up-level our spiritual path, right? jean has got the answers here for us. Um, I want to let you know that uh, we are going to be taking you live callers or questions. If you have an issue or a healing intention that you'd like to bring forward, please share that with us. You can write it in the Q&A box. Or you can come on the phone line with us and we'll bring those forward. Um, and Jean will channel Arcturian Healing Method frequencies to help balance and heal that issue for you. So just let us know um, what you need. What what do you need support with? What's going on for you? And we will do that in just a bit. Um, but before we do, Jean, can you share with us? I'd just like to have you share with us a little bit about how you came to facilitate or even know about or open to the Arcturian healing method that you use?
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. Maybe for people who might be new to uh, the Arcturian energies and just as a recap. And of course it uh, always changes a little bit or also it's added to since our kind of last talk. Mm -hmm. Uh, But yeah, I was, um, yeah, like you mentioned, I was um, in science. I'll probably just start there. Although maybe the kind of real, the sort of spiritual initiation process that I was mentioning or that kind of the topic for uh, today occurred uh, during college, actually, um, where I started reading The Course in Miracles and was, uh, you know, just by myself. but was really, uh, went deep into that and kind of, uh, kind of changed my life, so to speak. Uh, but a little bit later, uh, I was in science. Uh, sort of in, um, uh, research. And, uh, right around when I was doing my postdoc, uh, even though I was doing sort of the spiritual path internally, uh, I did feel like kind of a shift or kind of a soul call, uh, to do, uh, healing work. And so that was kind of the beginning of, I would say, the uh, initiation into the Arcturians, although that wasn't even in my mind yet. Uh, but to kind of make this story sort of more compact, uh, on that journey about five years or so in, um, I began to kind of work with the Arcturians more directly, uh, through mostly shamanic journeying. And in that interim before, before actually contacting them, uh, I definitely had a different uh, shift in consciousness, uh, with, uh, Stephen Greer who kind of uh, teaches how to connect with star beings at different sacred sites. And by doing that, I definitely had these different downloads of energy that helped to shift my consciousness. And what I've sort of labeled is this up-level process. And then the other uh, major sort of shift to that was I did something called the reconnection, which people might know of as Eric Pearl's work, and that, too, kind of session process really opened me up to multi dimensional consciousness, um, where I was kind of coming from a more scientific based um, material reality, even though there was sort of a spiritual background in my path. But that really kind of opened things up directly to the experience. Hmm.
0: So interesting. Um, that journey from more of the science and the kind of you know, at looking at what do we see or perceive with our physical senses and then moving more into the esoteric, the, you know, the, the energy that you can't see um, necessarily with the physical eyes and that sort of thing. It's always a fascinating journey. Um, so, you know, when we're looking at that, can, um, can you kind of share with us what do you see as the spiritual path? You know, what does that mean for us? What is the spiritual path?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I kind of as a definition, uh, see it as an expansion of consciousness. And uh, I was mentioning kind of the one uh, experience that I really had that uh, led to this topic that I was recalling was uh, this process called the reconnection. Um, and basically, it uh, connects your energetic lines and points to the greater grid line of the earth that then goes out into different star systems the universe so you're basically connected more to your divine harmony or divine frequencies anyways i remember after i mentioned it uh, takes two sessions and when the facilitator did it for me the first time uh, the first session uh, the second session was the next day uh, i know that it was already like underway like i was already shifting my awareness was already, like, on a practical level, beginning to, you know, move out of science and go into healing, which was sort of a kind of almost 180-degree turn, and I could see that happening in, like, physical manifestations of, like, getting a room, you know, to see people. But what was really interesting was I had a dream uh, between that first session and the second where, I like, it was like um, my spiritual guide. Or team was being replaced by a new team. It was sort of uh, very uh, symbolic as well as maybe literal in the spiritual world, and uh, that was I always, that always stuck with me. And for whatever reason, that was back in 2009. So it's a couple, almost a you know, a decade and a couple years ago that that happened. Uh, I was thinking about that again when thinking about sort of the you know this talk and. Um, you know, what to offer and they try to do that sort of fresh. And I think uh, you know, with um sort of these rapid changes that are occurring for everyone on the planet, that this um that experience was a microcosm for me, which for what I think is really happening uh now on the planet for many people. And of course it happens over and over again.
0: Mm. Yeah. <laughs> you know, as you're sharing that, I'm just kind of feeling into my own journey and I'm sure everyone else is as well. Um, it's, it's fascinating how we all open up in our own way. And yet we all are on our own kind of unique journey that sort of leads to a greater expansion that in many ways can be quite similar. Um, so on that, on that awakening and on that path, I know it's important to have support and I know that you work with the Arcturians. So how can that connection to the Arcturians really help us move forward on our spiritual path?
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think um, probably many people here on the call or or people are aware of, um, you know, like a spiritual guidance system that they're either listening to, maybe they think of it as their intuition. uh, Maybe they do think of it as, spiritual guides or angelic guides like our holy guardian angel and uh, that's how i've been uh, you know working or perceiving the arturians as spiritual beings uh you know they do have a cosmic or star quality to them but uh, my interaction with them is very much like how people might interact with like their holy guardian angel or like a, a helping spirit they've sort of been either shamanically trained or like angelically trained um, as a facilitator or just even in their own spiritual path. Uh, And so I think a lot of um, this spiritual assistance, it's always present, even if our current framework, let's say, for example, a person, you know, didn't even like consciously believe in the spiritual world or, or the concept of um, spiritual assistance from other consciousness, uh, I would say they would uh this assistance system is probably still in place. It's just that those um, thoughts or energies that might be assisting someone may just be uh subconscious or maybe interpreted as you know their own uh like thoughts coming to them, which is which is great. Uh and I just was recalling like when I um trained in the shamanic training I mentioned, which was started by Michael Harner. Uh, I was listening to an interview by him and, uh, for people who might not be familiar with him, he just helped to bring shamanism to the modern West and, uh, wrote a book called Way of the Shaman and then started this shamanic school that I think has been going on for maybe 35 or 40 years. Uh, anyways, I really uh, valued that training. And in that interview, he basically said, if like you've lived to an adulthood, uh, in this, uh, you know, modern world, whether you believe in helping spirits or not, you know they've helped us because of the, uh, you know, amount of challenges that we face to to live that long, and so, so I kind of always took that to heart, and and that was my that was my kind of experience in in my own life.
0: Mm, yeah, it, it's so amazing the support that's here, even if we don't recognize it or perceive it or know about it. Um, it there's still so much available. Um, and so I guess that brings to question, you know, if we don't know about it or if we don't believe in it or, you know, we're not perceiving it, um, does that close us off to some degree to the amount of support that we can actually take in and receive? Or does do you see that as immaterial in working with the Arcturians? Like they're going to be there, they're going to support regardless whether you're believing mm, or not. That's,
1: mm-hmm, that's great. Yeah, actually, I was just thinking about kind of that idea. <laughs> right now uh yeah uh, yeah i was recalling uh yeah one of uh the, the spiritual teacher who um, i had worked with um who was actually working with um, the, the divine feminine uh forms and mm-hmm. basically saying you know they're they're present 100 percent as much as maybe you and i here are talking and uh her understanding was it's more like our, how open exactly how you, what you were saying is one of the options how open we are to, I guess, listening or receiving uh, those blessings or those, um, uh, that communication. Um, and metaphorically, I think of it like if you had a very respectful uh, person, maybe it's ourselves with another person, and, um, you know, they weren't uh, responding to your texts or emails and or just weren't even, you know, like uh, hearing you, uh, but you respected them, you wouldn't like try to over badger them, <laughs> uh, you know, with uh, more emails back to them or even try to just kind of yell in their ear. Uh, you just kind of wait, uh, you know, like kind of in this very, like kind uh, of see these very mature beings, uh, who are very wise. They'll just wait, uh, because they don't want to overcome our will, which would be, which would be even more problematic. I think, uh, like if they were to help us, uh, but had to overcome our will, to do that, it may actually set us back because even though things may change you know, in our condition, which is always temporary anyways, um, it wouldn't have empowered us if they did that. So they just wait, they kind of just wait next to us until maybe an experience happens where, oh, okay, well, let, let me ask or let me just open up a little bit more. Uh, so I think I, that was just kind of maybe one metaphoric example.
0: Yeah, I like that. It um, it makes me think of like the parent who's who's kind of standing there lovingly waiting for their child to kind of learn what they but they already <laughs> know, you know, like they're there, they're watching, they're there to guide, but it's like they know the child has to learn for themselves, just like a child walking um, you can't walk for the child. So you're just there, you're loving, you're patient, you're guiding them if needed or help pick them back up if they fall, that kind of thing, but just really allowing them to kind of stand on their own, so to speak. Um So I love, I love what you just shared there about that. That really helps to kind of, kind of, um, clarify a bit, you know, what our capability is, but also help us to recognize that the more open we can be, the more support we can actually bring in. And so it's great that we gather in times like this or that we have, um, ways to go deeper that we can open that and make ourselves more available to the support that is there. Um, So with that in mind, I'd love to hear a little bit more. I know you've talked to us about different um, different ways in which you work with the Arcturian Energies, and this time you're bringing us these up-level transmissions. So I'd love to hear more about what those are.
1: Mm. Yeah so so like i was mentioning i think uh part of that process is um being open to our guides who are already there and maybe just a couple points on that that kind of i think embodies uh this uh label that just also came to me um up level i mean people have been using that and Uh, They kind of use in video games, even maybe that's how it became very popular, like you get up to the next level. Uh, And I hadn't formally looked up uh, the definition till right now, and and it kind of fits. I'll I'll kind of find it again. Um, You know, it's kind of like going to the um, expanding one's abilities or attributes and so forth, like the more kind of formal definition. Uh, But this idea first that we have guides, again, that's one emphasis, uh, that we do have a spiritual support system. Uh, and that um, they're very open to assisting us uh, with our, of course, consent to have that assistance. And then the, and that might be part of the initiation process too, is um, you know certain experiences kind of expand our consciousness. Uh, just I'll just use some examples um, in my own life that um, in that when you're describing the path. Like right when I started getting on the path uh, from science, I was sort of still working in the lab, still kind of going to a lot of healing trainings. I didn't really have um, like a framework to understand like star beings or even uh, like the Arcturians or the Pleiadians. It just wasn't, I didn't even maybe even uh, believe in them if I was, even though I was, um, you know, getting into energy work and did believe in a spiritual world. And so that kind of shift from being very open to interacting, like, say, with the Arcturians and then the condition before that, I would say that it would have been like a spiritual initiation for myself
0: mm. to
1: have opened up to that. And um, certain processes like helped, like just to earmark those, like it's always personal, like you're mentioning, but the reconnection helped. Uh, working with Stephen Greer out at these sacred sites, you know, where we would see things in the night sky and get, get downloads, uh, into our system. That really kind of embodied and opened up, you know, the channels, the energy channels and the consciousness. So, uh, so we, so that's continuous. And, um, and then I think part of that up leveling process is when we do take that next step that our guide system, even though guides we've been working with are probably always there, they may step back and, like, new guides come through. And that's what that dream was that I had that maybe um, symbolized that. So I think that our guide system actually is dynamic. Um, And there may be ones that we feel very connected to throughout our lifetime or lifetimes. Uh, But I think even new ones probably come in, and, and they're not even probably named, uh, they may just be working in the background uh, mm. and that dream was maybe like a message from them that oh you know you think your consciousness has shifted and so maybe this support system also is going to change a bit uh so that, that these are all these um different um um touchstones in what i was labeling the up-level process and then maybe we can describe kind of how the this Arcturian um, frequencies will help that. But that was kind of just the general overview.
0: Yeah. Well, I love what you're sharing there because it really, you know, I'm, I'm starting to think of like a systems, a systems way or like a business where it's like, or even, um, you know, if somebody plays sports or, or something. Like if you're starting out, you're going to go to the coach who's going to teach you the basics they're going to teach you the basic skills Hmm. and you're going to learn that well you know if that's what they're really good at but then you've got people who specialize like let's say it's baseball they specialize in batting or they specialize in pitching or they specialize in catching you're going to go the person who's going to teach you the skill that you need or that you're wanting to develop um, for that specialty so it's kind of cool um you know, thinking in terms of, Oh, you know what's the specialty i want to go go into? you know if it's in business, you'd get do a different coaching or some kind of programme, or you'd go to the person who's doing the thing that you want to do, so it's really cool to kind of think about, oh, you know, in this spiritual realm, we've got these different beings who are specializing in. You know, whatever it is we're wanting to open to, even if we don't know what that is, if we can be open to it and allow ourselves to to be supported and available, that's really quite neat. And I think what's also great is that a lot of times, you know, if we go into a program or if we're doing something, we don't necessarily see what goes into all the behind the scenes. We don't realize that there's people, you know, all kinds of people working the different cogs in the wheels that go into what one person is bringing forward. Um, so it's really kind of fun to start to, to think about that in the spiritual realms and recognize there's this whole big team and they're all interacting and engaging and bringing the piece that they need to bring in. And it allows us to start to go, wait, oh, what are the pieces that I meant to bring in? I know one of the things, Jean, that people bring to us often is that they're trying to do things the way that everybody else does it because that's what they're told mm-hmm. would work. Um, So I think what you're bringing here to us, it's so beautiful because it's like, no, you don't have to do it the way that everybody else is. In fact, look, we've got all these beings who are doing the the thing in their way. um, And they're bringing us a beautiful support, kind of like a symphony where each instrument has its role to play. So I think that's really cool. Um, So, yeah, you had mentioned talking about the frequencies. I'd love to hear a little bit more about that.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, I just wanted to share one because, uh, what you just mentioned was so insightful and it's a recap and kind of expansion, um, mm-hmm. of the process or what I was mentioning. But, um, just saying that, like, uh, like I was recently in New England, uh, not New England. Well, I was recently on the East Coast, but I was recently in New Zealand, which a couple of people probably know, uh, cause I was talking about it on a spiritual kind of trip. And, uh, they have a process where, like, if you are being welcomed by a Maori tribe, you have to go through and, and on to what they call their marae, which is like their spiritual house or lodge. You have to be formally invited. And it's actually a spiritual ceremony. They call it the porphyry. And um, one of the guys or one of the you know people in the tribe that they did this ceremony for us, he was explaining what he was doing because it's sort of like that. I don't know if anyone's seen like the haka. It's very uh, fierce almost mm-hmm. uh, at one point. And uh, it's all spiritually based um, and, you know, compassionate. But he said like when he speaks to us uh, in the ceremony, he's actually not speaking to us. He's speaking to all the ans- our ancestors behind us, which is exactly what you're talking about, the whole organization behind us. and um, And it's his ancestors that are speaking to our ancestors, even though it looks like he's addressing, you know, me, the body who's in front of him, let's say, if I'm being welcomed in. And they kind of are negotiating with each other or kind of just um almost like checking each other out and saying, Okay, we're here for peace, we're here for harmony and uh and then after, you know, the ceremony's over it's sort of like, Oh, okay, we're all good but it's really it's really the the two groups in the spiritual world, uh, and they look more to the ancestors as kind of that group of guides uh behind us and behind them. They're very close to their ancestors as guides, as the guiding team. Uh, I just wanted to mention that because it just really is in harmony with what you were saying. Yeah, um, that's yeah, so
0: So it's cool to think about all the ancestors working together in collaboration, and it's like we're almost we're almost like the reason for them to communicate, but we don't really mm. necessarily have to. I, I think there's some relief in that, right? Like we don't have to think like, oh, it's all on my shoulders, or I've got to take care of this. Mm. This is where I am. It's like we just can be that open gate or that open vessel for this whole communication to shift and take place. So I love that you just shared that.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, that just brought up a great point that they were mentioning and that, that I think is here that maybe is a little bit of a layer that was subconscious for me that I was maybe trying, that that you kind of brought out is that we're sort of like this quantum choice point of manifestation of this net of ancestors, if you think about it. Like, uh, like you know, like if our um, great grandparent didn't meet you know, like their husband or wife, and that then we wouldn't actually be here, you know about right. you think about. yeah, so and it goes all the way back, uh you know, you can kind of use that logic uh you know even one generation back, but even it's just mind boggling when you think about uh what had to have happened a hundred generations back. We're still like the like I call it like the the was going mean, this choice point of manifestation in the quantum world for that net. Uh, that That's meeting everyone else who's also like this this one point of manifestation in this physical world but of a net of, you know, built millions of ancestors who, who kind of met each other and just stayed together. So, um, yeah, so it's sort of like maybe when that kind of comes, you realize, oh, like, yes, I'm not the one and only thing here, uh, even though it seems like that in our daily life.
0: Yeah, that's amazing.
1: Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's,
0: that's uh, yeah. Ah, collective sigh of relief there.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, and uh, the other thing I just just to share because maybe it's part of that and space, part of this field that's coming through, you know, with this um, up leveling is in the Maori tradition they have this other process where you announce yourself and um, it's a you have to figure it out beforehand. It's like a call. And it starts from it starts with basically your ancestors and like where you're from in the land, like you say like I'm from uh, this mountain and and from this river. You know you first first start with your tribe and then your mountain and then your river and then your family or tribe and then like your um, your parents and then it finally gets to you, and and it's supposed to uh, to really signify consciously that you know this net. And that you're not sort of the only one and only thing coming through here, and that it's really, it's very land based also. So Mm -hmm. I just wanted to share that as a little kind of last piece on that.
0: You just added another element to it because it's one of those things where we don't necessarily think about it. But now, it, like, I'm thinking of the mountain that's here near me and the water that we have right here. And I'm going, oh, my gosh, the support of that's right here. It's always here, living, breathing, moving. Um, so, there. oh, gosh, the depth of that and being able to open that up and feel that is very enriching. Mm,
1: yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I just now get not, not to the question you asked about the arturium <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, <laughs> so, so I think the Arcturians, you know, just as maybe guys I've been working with and they've been sort of, maybe, maybe they've been also helping deliver these messages to me through these personal experiences, like, you know, um, uh, these trips that, that was just more recent to New Zealand, just having that kind of initiation experience and, uh, and then the ones further back that I like with the reconnection. But they've kind of, um, the way the Arcturian kind of healing method has been packaged is, you know, how can we, how can the Arcturians assist uh, maybe through things that I present, um, usually through frequencies like transmissions that would be helping people with what they're going through now. And I think um, maybe people have made this conscious or it's sort of like subconscious, but they know it's happening, like challenges that we're seeing, uh, kind of trying to figure things out is that initiation part of the up-level process they are thinking is sort of like, Like, because we have to change our operating system. So usually if everything's working well, we won't really have any need to kind of change our consciousness operating system, kind of using that metaphor of a computer. But when things kind of don't work out anymore, kind of like with your computer, if you can't match the speed anymore of a certain website or the downloads are taking too long on your computer – uh, because, you know, now files are too big or now you can get video and we weren't watching video maybe 10 or 20 years ago on our, um, you know, laptop. Then you're like, oh, you know, I, I got to upgrade to the next, um, you know, operating system so I can mm-hmm. handle that. And it's the same thing. Like that's what we may see as our challenges. So that's the first step. And then so the Arturian energies and maybe when we go over the way the package is set up with the transmissions or even when we experience some of this here – Uh, There's one part that kind of helps us to, you know, do that initiation process. Maybe we're already doing it subconsciously. We're kind of always doing that. Uh, So that's the first step is, like, they're going to assist us to uh, look at what is the new operating system for us.
0: Mm, I love that but you know I always love to think of our our body as a system and it's it's doing all these incredible things for us but then we've also got our energetics that interact and engage with our body and actually inform our body so um we've got this complex system so I love the idea of really you know choosing choosing our operating system upgrading to the new that will actually allow us to Connect in with the higher energies that are coming forth so that we can be available to them. And I also love that it this ties into a question <laughs> that somebody wrote in, and they didn't put their name, um, but maybe you can just speak to this. Um, somebody is asking, Jean, can you help us with technology, to master technology or to use it to our advantage for the greater good? So when we work with that operating system within our own body being, does that also help us? bring that forward into our actual literal physical technology that we're using in our day-to-day?
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let me let me answer that now here. And just to mention that there's uh, like two more steps in that whole process, like I talked about the initiation mm-hmm. that the, the Arcturians will help us with just at your mark that we can go back to that you know, after the initiation process. Uh, But, yeah, that's that's a great question, and I think um, this is, like, magical or fascinating. And I've kind of spent a little time somehow uh, with some of the presentations that I've done with this interface between uh, the physical world and our consciousness. Uh, One of the classes a lot of people here may have already taken is called this quantum spoon bending class. But the upshot of it is as soon as you see the physical world, this is like the switch. As soon as you see the physical world as conscious and alive, and treat it as such, it will actually respond that way. Is is kind of the uh, that's the thought form that changes everything. So for so now coming to technology, if you see that you're and there's actually a lot of scientific experiments showing this, like in ESP and so forth. That's very highly statistically um, significant. But if we um, see, let's say, your cell phone or your computer is conscious, you treat it that way, it will respond to you uh, in, in kind. That's probably why, you know, we've seen that phenomena where people, if you know, they're going through energetic spiritual initiation processes, they might start, you know, blowing out light bulbs or their computers. They go through all these computers breaking down or, or cell phones and so forth. And that's kind of this almost uh, like uncontrolled um their, their vibration system is, so, you know, changing and getting stronger or having kind of such an influence on their environment that the electronics actually respond um, very uh, quickly to that. Maybe they, they don't work or clocks stop, uh, watches stop, you know, moving. Uh, but I'll just mention a couple – one other thing that uh, I've experienced, and this is more coming to the ET star consciousness, is when I was with Stephen Greer, he knows a lot that they actually can, and, and this also happens with other spiritual beings, they can work through electronics to kind of communicate through them. So what he would do is um, you, he has these magnetometers, which is just, a, a you know, like a, an instrument that cha- uh, detects uh, changes in electromagnetic uh, waves or electromagnetics. Uh, but the ET consciousness can actually communicate through it. So if you put the uh, setting on the sound, so like when the, you know, electro, the, the magnetic uh, changes around the device, like a beep will occur. What happens is the ET consciousness will go through and just like make it beep uh, and almost communicate, not in a Morris code, but it almost sounds like that. Wow. And um, he has these recordings and I was there actually in Joshua Tree, so I've, I've seen it happen live. So in Joshua, people, tree people know in California, it's like desert. So we're like out, like, you know, 30 miles in the desert. It, people, different people have these magnetometers. They also can use, um, uh, the um, police radars, the ones that kind of, uh, for speeding, like they can tell if there's a police radar and they will beep through that too. Now, the only way that that can beep is if there's a police radar like within, you know, uh, 30 feet or something. But we're in the middle of the desert, and for, like, uh, maybe 45 minutes, all these different machines are, like, basically popping off. (laughs) Uh So the ET consciousness is just activating all of them, and he has recordings of them, so they're kind of like transmissions. And and I was there live, like I mentioned. It must have been going on for an hour in the middle of the desert like that. So so just, just to give some... Uh, you know, proof, I have a direct experience with that and I could probably talk more, but that, um, to answer the question, yes, we can affect uh, the consciousness of, of our technology. And if you, we, you know, as soon as we think of it as living and then we can bring, like, if we bring a loving consciousness to that, it will transmit through that. In, in many respects, that's kind of maybe what you've created here with the, you know, the tele-summit and everyone calling in, we're using technology to transmit the the, the, sure. the vibration or the frequencies.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, knock on wood, have a, a very good relationship with technology. <laughs> um, but, you know, I, I, I do, I, It's when you were saying that loving relationship, I love technology. I love what it can do for us. I recognize it as a tool that can sometimes have hiccups. Um, But, you know, I found that when I get frustrated with it, that's when I have to stop and just, you know, just go, okay, you know, let's send that love. And then, like, once I can get back in my heart, then things start to flow again more smoothly. It's very fascinating how that can happen. Um, But I do think that, you know, <laughs> I know we've got different different people who've grown up in different ages of time. you know for me i didn 't have a computer when I was growing up in my home i didn't have a computer till college and um, I imagine some people maybe didn 't even have computers you know probably haven 't really had much much um, use with computers and then some kids today have like computers they walk around with they' got phones and stuff or tablets or whatever so we 've got different variations of that comfort level with the technology. Um, But I love the idea if we hold that collective love towards the technology that maybe hopefully we can welcome in even greater technology that um, helps us to expand and open even more to how we can actually use it without necessarily even some of the physical components, you know, I'm excited about what's the possibility of how do we actually even channel that and use that through our bodies. And I do believe that we do that to a large degree anyway. I, I kind of think of our body as the most amazing tech out there. Um, mm-hmm. But I I just think this is really interesting. I mean, I love what you shared about the, the being out in the desert and the devices going and all that kind of stuff. It's like actual proof um, that there are, are things going on with that. So really fascinating oh, oh so we, yeah
1: yeah no yeah um
0: so we have another okay. question did you was there something else you wanted to say about that oh
1: no no I okay. just wait. i'm just waiting for your yeah next yeah uh-huh. we've got
0: another question here that says to activate more of our divine and or our dna and light body are there food or drinks that they recommend not to eat or drink is the body weight directly related to this ascension process
1: oh that's a great question yeah that's interesting you know um i um i haven't ever asked the arcturians directly that for myself or maybe for a a class we've just kind of been focused on like the or a session uh, on the frequencies, just interacting wherever a person's at. Um, but, you know, I have studied with a number of modalities. And I'll just share maybe what's relevant here in spiritual traditions where, of course, our body is one of our vehicles. And so when it's kind of in good running shape, uh, then it can be a vehicle for the divine consciousness and energy to flow through, whether we're a facilitator or for our own spiritual work or just a day-to-day life. And, uh, like, I know when I was in pranic healing, which is a uh, chi-based healing, they did recommend like a more vegetarian diet for that type of healing work uh, because then your body starts to uh, have a lighter type of chi that makes up its uh, system over time. And since a lot of the chi is flowing through those healers and then out to the client. Um, and as well as when they do their own meditation to bring the chi force or spiritual energy through, it's sort of like it's a, a lighter. They kind of look at it as like almost like um, uh, like a fine grain, like uh, if you think of grains of sand versus like pebbles or, or even rocks where the subtle body might be a little more coarse. So um, so I know that they had uh, recommended that.
0: mm. That's, that's very helpful. It's, you know, it's interesting, because you hear so many different things about food and diet and related to consciousness, and there's so many different perspectives. Um, Mm. So it's nice to to have the insight um, that you shared. And also, you know, my question would be, I would imagine that with the up level transmissions, that would be a way to come into greater clarity of just being in tune with what is my body telling me that it needs right now
1: exactly exactly i think that that might be more uh maybe it's my own philosophy or more what i might say is the arcturian philosophy is uh you know sort of as people become more sensitive to their like you said their own system and one of those parts of the system is the or subtle bodies is our body to to kind of feed it what it needs uh, without any of the rules like we were talking about before you know rather than following rules of spirituality or rules of eating more to find our own path uh, on that would be kind of more actually the next step. Um, and so I think that would be sort of maybe my sense of the Arcturians is uh, there's no probably hard and fast rules. It's more
0: yeah. finding
1: what the body needs.
0: Mm. Yeah. As long as we know what inner voice is guiding us, I keep getting the image of like the cookie monster. Like if we've got our inner cookie monster, <laughs> <cookies>. oh, <yeah.
2: laughs> that's not
0: <lying laughs> your ideal guidance, you know. I don't know, but if we're, I think if we're mindful, we can we can really be present. But then you know, if we're mindful, we're also hearing you say, okay, you know, a vegetarian was recommended. That might be the insight that we're needing to get. So um, I think that's really great. Uh, Jean, would you be open to taking some callers? Oh, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah okay. we can do maybe some of uh, the frequencies,
0: yeah, yeah, the frequencies that would be awesome, so, um, just let us know when we bring you on, just let us know what issue you'd like to have support with, and Jean has so generously offered to bring in um some of the frequencies, so um. We are going to go to California. Last four digits of the phone number are 8097.
3: Hello. Yes, hi.
2: How are you doing? Hi. Um, What's your hi, name? Uh, hi, this is
3: Alexandra. Hi, Alexandra. Hi, Jean, Hello. and hi, Amanda. Um, I'd like to get an up-leveling in, like, being, like, fully present and uh like conscious cuz i tend to mm-hmm. like go into like a auto drive you know just do my daily mm-hmm. thing and um i'm totally forgetting forget about my like purpose <laughs> and what am i supposed to do here and i know what it is but the daily little you know like like i'm like my own housewife the the and the food and, you know, like the home stuff keeps me from doing the big stuff, just like the daily mm-hmm. taking care of the house, feeding the dogs, taking them out, it takes up all day, and then going shopping, and um, I didn't used to have this. I used to be like up at, going to the gold's gym at nine o'clock, and then going to you know, doing my purpose until I, I had to go to bed. Now I'm just doing domestic stuff. So how can I get back to be totally, fully conscious of my own purpose and what I'm here for, and what am I doing, and um, get out of this domestic chore stuff?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, thank thanks for sharing that. I'm sure I'm sure we all have uh, that also that could be very beneficial to work on that intention uh, for all of us in, in our different way. Um mm-hmm. kind of being mindful and being I guess on point with our purpose. Uh we're we're going to run uh, something called the Arcturian Divine Fire to let, help the Arcturians kind of download us with that um positive pattern that will help that. Does that sound good?
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh okay. Okay. Yeah, we'll get started. Yeah, we'll do that. And then everyone is also experiencing this, whether you're listening live right now um, or through the recordings. It also works through the listening to this as a recording. And uh, you can set either a similar intention or your own intention for the energies to work. Okay. You could just relax. We're starting the Arcturian Divine Fire Healing Frequency.
2: So we're continuing to channel the Arcturian divine fire healing frequency. Great. And that, that ended the transmission or transmission of the energy. Mm-hmm. How do you feel? Thank you. Um yeah. I was calm calm
3: and um calm and clear. And That's kinda nice. answer my answered my own question kind of thing. You know what I mean? Like I, I'm mm. I see what I'm doing now. I, I, I'm not blind to see what I'm doing on a daily basis. I just needed the the clarity to actually shift it, change mm-hmm. it.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, and I you 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 gave me that. Thank you so much. Thank you. God bless you. Thank you.
0: Thank you, Alexandra. Beautiful, thank you for that Jean. Well, wow. yeah, I agree it really it really looked like that was clearing the space for many. um let's go to Florida last four digits, of the phone number are two four seven four Hello,
2: hi, can you hear me? Yes we can okay, hear you. thank you very much. <laughs> I really appreciate you. um, I actually just called to uh give uh, thanks to Jean um so I did purchase some of his MP3s and his Zoom conferences, and it was definitely uh, one of the best things I ever did. So um, I had listened to him on other teleseminars before, but until I actually purchased one from um, an email that he sent, it was like exponentially greater than any of his, even the ones on his podcast, which were definitely working. But as soon as I purchased one, it was just like the energy was so much greater. So I really wanted to um, give a shout out for that. Thank you so much.
0: Mm, thank, you. Oh, thank
2: you. Yeah, you're welcome. So glad thank I'm you afraid. for all you
0: do. Mm. Thank you for thanks. that. Was there anything you wanted support with here today or you just wanted to um to share?
2: Um, well, if I could ask anything, it would be what is what would be your version of the reconnection, uh, Dr. Jean.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's uh thanks so much.
2: And uh I don't
1: um, I didn't catch your name. Maria. Or oh Maria, okay. Uh, yeah, there's a Arcturian blueprint activation that actually it was sort of uh, an Arcturian version of exactly what you said, the reconnection. So maybe we can run some of that, and it helps us to align us to our life purpose, our soul purpose. Um, does that sound good?
2: Awesome, thank you.
1: Okay, thanks. Okay, and so uh, people can receive this and set their um, own unique intention or. Um, it has that kind of underlying uh, purpose of aligning us to our soul blueprint. Okay, so we're starting the Arcturian blueprint activation frequency. could say this is also a version of the up-leveling process as we're more aligned to our divine information kind of open up to that initiation process where our consciousness shifts in various ways or various levels on its kind of divine timing. So we're deepening the exposure to the Frequency of the Arcturian Blueprint Activation. and that ended there and people can gently
2: but firmly come back to their body Mm -hmm. thank you oh yeah
0: thanks thank you Maria Um, we've got a number of questions in the question box and um It seems like we've had a couple questions around weight. Vera says, um, Vera from Paris says, what is my weight, or no, is my weight struggle a past life issue? I lose weight over several months and it comes back quicker every time. I've even had gastric bypass. What should I focus on successfully um, for this to resolve?
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, maybe we can run a number of different frequencies that will also um, if it, is, you know, part of a past life pattern, which is possible, uh, there, there are Arcturian frequencies that kind of work with those patterns. Uh, so we'll run, uh, two or three frequencies and that can kind of be like a, a short mini, uh, session that will help that. And if people have a similar intention or, uh, anything to do with, um, any kind of body, uh, intentions, uh, this, uh, this sort of short protocol will help that.
0: Beautiful. Thank you. Oh yeah. Okay.
1: So we're starting first with the Metatron Melchizedek and Arturian Mandala Healing Frequency. is helping with any patterns for ideal weight or anything that's keeping us away from that ideal healthy weight and also body image, whether in this life or past life. Now we're channeling the Arcturian Metatron spiritual device for timeline shifting. This will shift us to our ideal timeline. Or if we're already on our ideal timeline, we'll solidify that connection. And finally, we're channeling the Arcturian Metatron astral device for emotional balancing. Jean,
0: transmission there. Mm, wonderful. Thank you for that. <laughs> I see a lot of energy, um, a lot of cool stuff happening in this field um, with what's happening. I almost saw their gene at one point. What looked like a, a coming in for some people, a divine like tuning rod, like actually creating that balance or that harmony. Um, having those energies able to run like right, right through the middle. So that was kind of kind of cool to watch. I don't know um, mm-hmm. if that's something that you tend to see or that you've seen come in for people before, but that was really kind of cool to witness. Um, oh yeah, yeah. We've got Susan in Sacramento. I think this is a great question. Um, she says, Jean, can you please help me be in my center so that when the closest people are so cold and mean toward me that I don't take those actions personally but understand um, that that's where they're coming from? Even though I understand that they might, it might be issues or emotions that they're dealing with, it doesn't stop me from feeling hurt. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Oh thanks
1: thanks for that question and yes i'm sure we we all have experienced that and uh yes yeah, it'd be great to have that like you said like uh maybe maybe you are also seeing a little bit of amanda what um the next energy will be doing for us oh. kind of aligning us to our center
2: good point <laughs> but uh yeah uh
1: yeah there's a frequency um it's called the um Arcturian time collapsing frequency and uh it works with time to accelerate um Making our soul lessons efficient. Uh, so, so we'll run that, see how, um, people, uh, can feel or can receive that if you like.
0: Yeah, that'd be great. Okay. Thank
1: you. Okay. Yeah, so we're starting the Arcturian time collapsing using frequency. Continue to channel the Arcturian time collapsing healing frequency. great and that uh, frequency yeah. ended there and people can come back mm. to their
0: bodies yeah it's fun to want to just play in those those energies <laughs> mm-hmm. mm. really beautiful well I'd love to have you um, Jean share about the up-level transmissions that you're offering um, and we can always come back and and maybe do a couple more I know you were going to do a group um, group process maybe we can do that um but um for those of you who are listening in if you're on the webcast page you can click the special offer button um, or you can go to academyforthesoul.com forward slash gene offer 10. Academyforthesoul.com forward slash gene offer 10. And you can look and see what's available here. And I know, um, gene that you talked about these different pieces. Um, but I'd love to have you just kind of go through each one, what's going to happen for people, each one of these transmit, transmissions. Um, that'd be really great. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, so, uh, like I was mentioning, kind of this label or to kind of make this process that I think we're all going through perhaps subconsciously or or for uh, some, maybe they've also made it conscious and we'll kind of label it maybe a spiritual initiation process. And we're all always dynamically changing and evolving. So these are three uh, live sessions. You can also do them through the recording. And then everyone will also will get the recording so that you can, you know, can continue to work with the energies and the meditations afterwards. Uh, but I find this, this format to be very, um, emboldening and kind of uh, working directly with the Arcturians and our guides. Uh, but it's basically broken up into the three steps of the up level process. So I had mentioned the first one, so I'll just kind of just review that quickly. That's where uh, I've labeled, like, the initiation process. So when we need to kind of change our operating system, and we may experience things to cause that to happen, or in this case, uh, we could do it consciously and ask our guides to do that or, or the Arcturians, and that's sort of what the transmission will do. Um, each session has a a 50 minute transmission, you know, to bring those energies in, like the one I just mentioned with the initiation process. And then we take a short break. Uh, we discuss a little bit about how that process can work, you know, in our lives. And then we do a pillar of light meditation to kind of consciously meditate those patterns into our chakras, which is really brings it kind of deeper into our system. So then the second, uh, process, which I didn't uh, expand on as much or didn't get a chance to touch on. I've labeled the up level process and, and that's sort of where, uh, we could be changing our guidance system. So our, we have a kind of new operating system and then maybe based on now we're reaching more people or we have a new project, uh, it may be different ways it's manifesting. Uh, we may get new guides. And so that may that that second transmission consciously does that. So we may get um, recognition of that new guidance system, or we could just know that those patterns are coming in. Um, and then for some people, or, or there might be some guides or spiritual forces where we don't need to really change them. They just get stronger. It's sort of similar to what um, Amanda was sort of pointing out. I was sort of saying that spiritual teacher I was working with, it's sort of like we can hear a guide to a certain extent, maybe subconsciously we trust it to a certain point you know, for this things, but not that things kind of thing. And then we kind of, for whatever reason, we open up to listening more. And and this, so that could be a part of this transmission is is that uh, expansion and and trust that maybe um, the guide that we already have or, or the new guides too. And then the third session and third transmission is how do we actually make that, uh, you know, a part of our daily life? Uh, what are the goals or the new uh, or even the manifestations that are coming through that would this transmission would help to manifest so i was mentioning like in my own process that uh, i had that dream between the reconnection first session and second and then really like after the second i think i was mentioning this with the time i was transitioning from science into healing i think someone posted through some newsletter that i got uh you know like a healing space and i just like just like vibe totally correctly. And like I, you know, rented that space and that kind of on a very practical level, you know, started, um, sort of the healing, uh, business or healing, uh, being able to offer healing is like physically in the world. So things like that. This third session will help to really start manifesting, uh, the, this new change.
0: Oh I love that it's very very complete um you know taking through the path of of opening up to act- you know I think one of the hardest things sometimes can be actualizing the transformation, like really bringing it into our physical world, where our world is reflecting what we've shifted um but what i think is so cool is like when you're you know when you were going through this i was just seeing the path lining up and all the guides like coming in and helping to direct and guide and like ooh, go over here you know stay that way go that direction um really great i feel like this is so supportive um to really help hold and and get get you on that path um of, of opening up to actualizing and physically manifesting that which is coming through that those sacred realms those sacred spaces of our being um living from that space is always so much more fulfilling you know we're not we're, we move from that space of seeking fr- the seeking the rewards outside um to actually experiencing them from within and then all the rewards start to come <laughs> in the physical world so it's it's really quite sweet i feel like that's that's one of the many possibilities here with what you've offered. Um, so thank you for making this available. This is really, really awesome.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. And just based on what you said, I think what, um, you know, as this is sort of coming through, what it, it sort of allows like the spirit world as it interacts with us is um, you know, may, uh, we've been probably doing this, uh, this kind of cyclical process, but it, not that it's been haphazard, but it, like I mentioned, we may not have known even the steps. They kind of uh, just kind of fell into place. And the spirit world is trying to talk to us. So they're talking to us in a way that's semi-conscious. And then what this might do is to make that like, oh, okay, we're going to do this, and we're going to do this, and we're going to do this. So it kind of uh, – that's how things can get accelerated uh, so there's not so much wandering or like wondering you sort yeah. of know, oh, okay, I'm upgrading. Okay, I'm getting these new guys. And okay, this is how I'm going to manifest it. And so that, that could be a helpful
0: tool like that. Yeah, I love that. Having a plan. <laughs> Having a plan. Just like as if we were <laughs> doing something in our physical world, we'd have a plan. We'd take the steps and get it done. Um, it's really beautiful. And like you said, it's not like wandering off the path. I know we probably all have those moments <laughs> where we have something we're doing. We mm-hmm. might get a little sidetracked. But if we have our plan, we can always get right back to it and get it done. But if we don't have a plan, we might get caught in the sidetrack. So I really appreciate that. Um, I have one more question I'd like to have us take, and then maybe we can do the group process. Um, We've got Jacine in here. says, hi, Jean, one of my daughters has depression and is saying that she wants to end this lifetime and doesn't want to reincarnate. Can you help her? Thank you so much. Um, and part of the reason I wanted to take this question was to help support Justine and her daughter, but also because I think that, um, I, I, you know, I feel like this is something that can be quite common when we don't feel like we can actually live what our heart wants us to like, I just, Like, I just want out. Like, I don't want to, you know, this is so hard. I can't figure it out. I think that can be something that can be kind of common for us to start to feel that hopelessness. So I thought that might be nice if we could, um, in addition to helping Justine with that, if we, you know, we have something we could do for the whole collective, that would be really wonderful.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, thanks for that request, Justine. And, uh, yeah, I, I agree with what Amanda's saying, just having seen clients and uh, working with them, that this would be uh, really helpful and important for for many people and uh, the collective energies going on right now. Yeah, so we'll also kind of run a little bit more of an extensive uh, protocol, two or three uh, frequencies to kind of um, be more multi-pronged or multi-dimensional energetic approach uh, to this. Thank Uh, you. Yeah, so we just, uh, yeah, you could just be open and we'll begin now. So we're starting with the Arcturian timelessness frequency. This is helping us to repattern or reconnect to our deepest sense of self that is always blissful and joyous and there's no dependence on any outer manifestation, just is inherently happy and joyous. To deepen the Arcturian timelessness frequency. Now, we're running the Arcturian fire frequencies on the physical etheric, emotional, mental, causal, spiritual and divine level sort of embodies the Arcturian consciousness with the fire element will activate and give us energy sort of a new zest for life and spark our desires of what we most want Continuing to deepen the Arcturian fire frequency. The final frequency is the Arcturian whale frequency, which is the wisdom of the whale, the whale consciousness, healing power of the whale.
0: In there mm, thank you wow i love that layered approach it felt so nurturing um so uh i'm <laughs> thinking of the word warming but it, it just it just felt warm and nurturing and just like really being held um like our hearts being held so that we could illuminate It's so beautiful thank you for that um you know i I would love for us, to, you had mentioned doing a group healing, um, and I would love to go into that, the one to help us align with a new group of guides. I feel like you've already done so much with all these healings. It's like we're all experiencing the benefit with each person that's gone through. Um, so this would feel like um, just just so amazing, uh, kind of like the cherry on top of the the beautiful Sunday that we've gotten here. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, so, so we'll do this um, group uh, process, which is uh, using these um, new Arcturian up-level frequencies, sort of what um, was mentioned in the package. And uh, this will help us to align to our guides if uh, the ones that we are working with now kind of expand the range, so to speak, uh, if that's needed. Um, also, if there are new guides uh, that will also uh, make those connections more conscious and, and stronger.
0: Oh, beautiful. Thank you.
1: Okay, so we're starting with the Arcturian up-level frequency. starting the first of uh, three deepening cycles. to deepen the first process. Now we're entering a second deepening cycle that's deepening the downloads of this up-leveling process. Finally, we're entering the third deepening cycle, downloading a deeper pattern. And that completes the Victorian up-level process, transmission. You can gently, but firmly, come back to your physical body now, moving your fingers and your toes, coming completely back to your physical body. And when you feel comfortable, you can open your eyes and snap your fingers.
0: Hmm. Thank you for that. Wow. Oh
2: yeah.
0: I mentioned that that would be like the cherry on top. but I think that was like a whole new Sunday. <laughs> that was <would be laughs> wonderful. <laughs> um, you know, I really loved. I really loved. I saw a lot of opening, like um, a lot of opening, a lot of opening, and be becoming more available. And um, um, you know, what I'm thinking is that that kind of got the ball rolling. But when people come and work with you more deeply through the um, three Zoom sessions that you have, the up-level transmissions, um, is that going to help really deepen and open and expand that even more in such a way that um, it really becomes more of a foundation and more, I want to say, normal um, for, for people?
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think so. And kind of what was coming to me, uh, maybe it was the connection to the guys about the process is, uh, you know, we, I was kind of intuiting or saying how this is formalizing, like we were saying, kind of when you have the plan, you can, if you fall off a little, you can get on the plan. But I was thinking like, just in my own experience, like that wandering piece, it can be like a couple of years. <laughs> and so like when you really make the connection that's very conscious to your guys, particularly I think because um, speaking of tech, you know, what what technology does, you know, maybe all of these questions are synchronistic, uh, back to the question about how we interact with technology. Technology kind of um, makes things we're already doing faster.
2: Mm. You know, like
1: we can do things faster. And I think on the spiritual world, because really the physical world, is a reflection of consciousness of the spiritual world. So our spiritual downloads or spiritual technology um, should kind of do the same thing or does the same thing. So what might have been a three or four year process with initiation, shifting of guides and manifestation, could be condensed if it's conscious or, you know, with assistance that's conscious into maybe a three or four month period, mm. which is sort of fitting the energy hitting the planet. There, you know, things are happening so much faster. Um, so I think that's also one of the, the reasons maybe for this program.
0: I love that. It's so true. I love that. We're just upgrading our spiritual tech, like getting the, the latest and greatest program and bringing it in so that we can run that and be most efficient. Um, you know, just kind of be done with the, the old programming and patterning, kind of like you said, with the computer, you got to get the the operating system that matches the faster software. Um And you got to get the hardware to back that too. You know, there's, I have some bricks sitting in in my place that I was trying to figure out what I want to do with, where it's like they don't, they can't run anything anymore. So, um, you know, it's, it, I love that idea that, you know, as we come in and, and we step into that, it allows us to really be efficient, to be effective, to have a clear path, to stay on that path. Like you said, even if we get sidetracked, we know right where we're heading back. Um, we can do a little detour and still be on track and um so really allowing for the play and the fun and the beauty but the efficiency of really bringing that greater vision that we've probably been holding for decades anyway bringing that in so much more quickly i love that idea that's so beautiful so if you're wanting to get in on that if you're wanting to get that acceleration get that clear path get the guides um you know get access like more conscious access to the guides that can support you um, those are just, I, I imagine there's so much more that will come through um, as you sign up, but you can go to academyforthesoul.com forward slash gene offer 10 and get in on those Arcturian up level transmissions. Um, really, really wonderful. So, Jean, thank you so much for being here with us today and bringing this forward. It's always so fascinating. Um, you know, I love how you describe and explain things and what you bring through when you come here with us. And the Arcturian energies, just bringing that into the practical application just feels so empowering. Um, so I'm really grateful to all that you've opened us up to with that greater possibility because that's where it starts. And then also the opportunity to go deeper and really actualize that in our world. I just so appreciate you bringing that here today.
1: Oh uh, Thanks. Thanks. This has been great. Yeah. Mm,
0: beautiful. Are there any final thoughts, words, reflections you want to leave everybody with today, Jean?
1: Oh yeah. Like, well, as you were uh, speaking, I was thinking, you know, like um, how much I learned, from, you know, just being here and, and speaking, and like I was mentioning on the on the fly, actually, how uh, different insights were coming to me about these things that, you know, maybe I was presenting or that, that I've been working with. And I think, like, uh, you know, what's beautiful about these calls or just our learning processes, even just one thought, you know, one new idea can uh, change our whole life and, and change the whole life uh, of those people around us, you know, for the better so I'm so glad that you have this platform and that we were able to uh, share with everyone here today.
0: Mm, totally agree. I love coming together in these wonderful conversations. It always feels so sacred and um, so illuminating. And like you said, that one little, one little idea, that one little perspective shift can spark a whole new opening. Um, so it's so beautiful. So, Jean, thank you so much for being here. Um, always a pleasure. So grateful. To you, Um, to all of you who are here with us on the call, thank you for your questions, um, for calling forth these beautiful frequencies, um, and just for being here with us, you know, so appreciate your presence and your being here in this space. I always feel like as we collectively come together, we all serve one another at that deeper soul level to open and expand to so much more. I think that I think that's to your point, Gene, why so many great insights come in when we gather in group is that we're all, you know, excited about that. And that really fuels that energy to open us up even more. So thank you to all of you who are here with us. Whether it's live or on the replay, your consciousness has contributed <laughs> to the opening and awakening that's come forth here today. And also to, um, you know, to all the beautiful beings, our guides in the invisible realms, um, the Arcturians, all the high-level beings of love, like power, and service, the divine, our higher selves, um, the angelic beings, you know, all the beautiful beings that are here serving and supporting us in this ongoing journey as we come together um, individually as well as we navigate our world. We give our thanks out loud. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And, Jean. again, thank you so much um, to all of you here with us. Sending lots of love and blessings from my heart to yours. Until we meet again next time, take care and bye for now. Uh,
1: Thanks so much, Amanda. Thanks, everyone.
2: The moderator has left the conference. The conference is now completed. Goodbye.